listening to the St. Mark's Podcast for September 6th, 2020, the 14th Sunday after Pentecost. Today's sermon was given by the Reverend Peter F. Walsh. So, welcome to you and welcome to me, of course. Uh, I am not at St. Mark's Episcopal Church in New Canaan, Connecticut, in the state of Connecticut. I'm in the state of Maine, and I'm on these rocks. Uh, Rocks that I have come to know and to love through years of sitting on them and praying before our Lord, before this great and most beautiful ocean. So today we have not the Sermon on the Mount, but the Sermon on the Rocks. And I'm so pleased to have a chance to speak with you on the occasion of Labor Day. I've been so wanting to speak to you about labor and about rest. As so many of you know, Labor Day as a national holiday came in in the latter 1800s and it was brought about by the labor movement, the union movement, and it was a way to honor the labor movement and its contribution to the great American enterprise. And over years, Labor Day has come to symbolize all labor and we honor labor by, I think somewhat ironically, by stopping from laboring. I just love that. So, as so many of you know, labor gets off to a very, very fast start in the Bible, right? By chapter 3, we are in the fall from the Garden of Eden. And God says to Eve, because of the disobedience of Adam and Eve, she says, he says, I love it that she says, God says that because of the disobedience, you shall have labor pains in birth. Then he says to Adam, because of the disobedience, you shall toil and labor for your food in the field, and thorns and thistles shall grow up amongst your plantings. We also know, though, that labor brings many, many beautiful things. I mean, out of the labor of of childbirth is the birth of a child. I've had the great honor of being present of the birth of my five kids, and every time I thought it was a miracle. And of course, we also know that out of good labor uh, comes a good life, right? A, A life that is better because we have participated in the energetic transfer of giving and receiving from good labor. We see this so starkly with unemployment. You know, unemployment is really devastating, not just because someone does not have access to the economic engine to put, uh, to put food on the table and a roof over the head and clothes on and, and a chance to go to the movies. It's so much more than that. It is out of labor and when we, that we get dignity and meaning and grace in our lives. And when that goes away, it is very, very difficult for people to battle the loss of that. And yet we also know that uh, over-identifying with your labor and working too hard in your labor uh, is no good either. It's no good to work yourself to the bone. And Americans work longer and harder hours than they ever did before. So many people in other cultures find it so quizzical because actually our productivity does not go up even as our hours get longer and longer and longer. And we also know that if we over-identify with our job, that's also problematic because, of course, uh, (laughs) when you lose your job, you lose your identity. And this is no good also. So here we come to Labor Day weekend where we honor labor, but we honor it by taking time off. We honor it by stopping. We don't say enough in our world about the power of stop, right? We, we run stop signs through our world and when it's so important for us to stop. Stopping is a little bit like uh, the 
exhalation and inhalation, right? So uh, we spend so much of our life exhalating, so breathing out. It's like if you're lifting weights, right? You have a barbell and you're on a bench press, you breathe out as you push it up and we, we shoot energy out in our labors. But when we stop, we bring energy back in. And nobody can live by just exhaling, right? We need to exhale and inhale and exhale and inhale. We need to go and we need to stop. But stopping is not always all that simple either, right? I'm, I'm reminded of freight trains. Uh, we're all like freight trains. We carry the freight of our lives, right? We carry the cares of our own lives. We carry the cares of our families. Uh, we carry uh, the cares of our work and sometimes the cares of the world too. And if you've ever seen a freight train stopping, it's really funny because it has to stop so slowly because the weight of the momentum is so hard to stop. And then it takes so much time to unload the freight from the train. And that's often what happens when we go to stop. It takes us time to slow down. It takes us time to unload the freight of our lives. But when we do, we find beautiful treasures. We move from what a great priestly friend of mine uh, from South Africa says, human doings. So many people in America are human doings. This is what he used to say to me. He said, but they forget about being human beings. And so when we slow our human doing, we become more and more human beings. You know, sometimes the world seems crazy, right? And if we do not stop, there's no other place but when it goes crazy to go crazy. By stopping, we give ourselves another space to be, not just to do and not just to care. When we stop, we, we reboot, right? I mean, what, what do you do when your computer goes crazy? You turn it off and you reboot it. What do you do when you lose your energy? You re-energize, right? Perhaps you have a cup of coffee or something like that. And we also recreate, right? What does recreation mean but recreation? We need to be recreated through our recreation. Now, uh, before this absolutely splendiferous ocean behind me and on these rocks that I love, uh, I can't help but say a word about meditation because every year I come to these rocks to meditate and the ocean conveys many, 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 many deep truths to me. I just want to say that, you know, so many of our lives are like the ocean, right? Sometimes our lives are calm and sometimes the waves and there's tumult in our, and sometimes the waves crash and sometimes we can luxuriate in, in our lives. But when we meditate, we, in some sense, get out of the lobster boat of our lives, right? From hauling up the traps, what we do is we float upon the waters of our lives. When we float upon the water of our consciousness, incredible things begin to happen, right? And here I'm reminded of the difference between vacation and holiday, right? Vacation has its root in the word vacuous or to vacate. And in meditation, we might think that we are vacating, right? We're moving to a vacuous space, a pace of no thought. But I'd like you to think about it as holiday. So holiday has its roots in the word holy day, so that we, we come to the floating stillness, not just to vacate, but to have a holy day with our Lord. And when we come to that stop, right? And here I'm reminded, of course, of stop in the name of love. Is that not a great soul song? Oh my gosh, I just love that Motown sound. But here, when we stop in the name of love, we're stopping for the love of ourselves and we're stopping for the love of God. And when we float in that stopness, we do periodically 
drop below the surface. And so take a look at that great ocean behind me and you, you see the undulation in the life of it, but down below it is quiet and it is peaceful. And when we descend down below, that is when we really do reboot. That is when we really do re-energize. That is when we are really recreated in the stillness below the tumultuous surface of our lives because, you know, God is like that huge ocean, right? Just so beyond our knowing. But when we descend down into the deep consciousness, the holy consciousness of our lives, we begin to experience God in a holy and new way. So on this Labor Day weekend where we honor labor and we honor rest, I just want to bring us to right at the beginning of the biblical story. I mean, do you not love the story of the creation of the world in six days and God rests on the seventh? And in the six days of creation, what do we hear? But after each day, God says, saw it and it was good, right? That is all but the second day where God seems to forget to say uh, that it was good. But on the sixth day after the creation of man and woman in his image, he says, and it was very good when God looked at all of the work that God had done in the creation of the world. And then it says, on the seventh day, God rested. And God made that day holy. I always wish that it said in the second day that, and it was good. And I always wished it said also in that beginning of chapter two in the book of Genesis, and it was good. God rested and it was good. So on the occasion of this Labor Day weekend, before this outrageously beautiful ocean that I hope reminds you of just the power and glory and grace of God, I wish for you holy labor, labor that you can look at in your life and say, and that was good. And I also wish you a holy rest, a rest where you can say, and that was good too. So from the rocks of Maine, from the pulpit of my meditation rocks, God bless you all. Peace be with you on this Labor Day weekend. You can find more sermons on our website at www.stmarksnewcanon.org.